We don't have a cracker. We don't have a dumb pumpkin at all either. Nope. That just means you get thirsty. Take, take a pour or you can take no more or well, don't put it in the water jug. Yeah, don't. We're gonna have some hazy There's water. There's poison now. in the water. Here. Snake in my boot. Well, is that I, I, another Anchorman reference? Toy Story. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Do you know how many years it's been since I've seen any Toy Story movie? It's been a minute. Well, I, I yes. didn't kick it over to you last year. Did you do anything in the recording session? Um. Spent a little time in the mountains, I guess. Okay. Which mountain range? It didn't. It didn't. I mean, it was just... We'll see. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I've done nothing, as per usual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm very depressed about my football team. Because which football team? The Washington But you got Cam! I know! And I'm depressed because he got the COVIDs. And then our games got pushed around, so maybe he'll be okay. Well, nothing but a Democrat hoax. I, for one, will not be wearing my mouth swastika, a.k.a. mask. It's your mouth diaper. Well, that's you, did not, you, not did according Did you see that South Park episode? I haven't. No, the new one. Okay. I won't ruin it for you yet. So. It, was, it was an hour long, wasn't it? Yeah, you okay. need to watch it. It's well worth it. It's well, all right. Really I'll, I'll do that later it's after I'm done with Anchorman. <laughs> Uh, it's video game release season. I'll say. It's all coming out now. It's what? system release season. Yeah. And I'm That's about it. to release over a new system. Just like, one of these days I'll get back to the last game I was playing. It was Borderlands 3. Yeah, you'll never get like back to I, I, I think I've missed, like I haven't even gotten into the last two DLCs, I think. And I don't know, man. I think I'm getting old. You are, which is sad. You'll be there one day. Does that mean I'll just hate video games forever? Because you're not that much older than me. I don't I'm kind of terrified like, of this future. It's like I don't hate them. I enjoy them. I just don't have the patience. And maybe like I'm just in a weird spot where like I played so much Borderlands that doesn't really scratch the itch. I don't want another shooter game. I don't want a puzzle game. I hate those games that are like um, try to guess the secret recipe of what the designer built for this level. Oh, I have to move the the ice cream cone over to the clock, and that makes a special like I hate that crap. Where yeah. I gotta like basically have a walkthrough for it. That's no fun. <sighs> go back to the nest days. Give me some Mega Man. Give me some Contra. Well, there you go. Why why don't you just play that? I know I should. Okay, I just don't. Although I'm super interested, and I say this knowing full well that I won't be, but. I'm super interested in the uh, Mario All-Stars for Switch. You shouldn't be, because fuck that game. Why? It sucks. Really? Yes. Why? It's not the good Marios. Mm. What? Mario 64 and Mario Galaxy are the good Marios. 64 sucks. Y'all are wearing rose-tinted glasses for that game. That was a terrible game. No, it was not. Galaxy's good. Yes. Galaxy 2 should be on there. Mm, yeah, I mean, Sunshine should have no business being on there whatsoever. In 64, I'm telling you guys, you're wearing rose-tinted glasses for that game. It is not good. I haven't played a Mario game with any regularity since 3. So. Okay, well, good for you. I'm telling you. Maybe I'll just go back to Mario Party, Josh. Will that make you feel better? I'm just telling you, like, I, I, I remember playing 
the whatever 3DS version of it. And I'm like, this game really oh, sucks. Right. I remember playing the 3DS version of Mario 64 and thinking, this really sucks. Right. Cool, bro. You do realize that that's just a port of that version, right? So I Hey, so McKellar, huh? Yeah, you want to argue with We can go, buddy. We can go. We can dance. I don't like... I'm not going to argue with Crazy. All right, fine. Yeah, McKellar got a, Speaking an of actual... Speaking with Crazy. Yeah, right? McKellar got an actual like outside CEO person, dude, guy thing. From Pandora? Yeah, from Pandora, because that's still a thing. Can't believe he's opening up that box. Former president of Asia Pacific. I mean, look, he this guy's been running everything, you know, probably on his own shoulders forever. They've grown into a multinational, multi-continent, you know, brewing empire. Yeah, you know, with kind of by accident, almost like out of is this. I'm, I'm trying to remember who's the good one and who's the bad one. Oh, they the oh. evil twin. McKellar versus the evil twin? Yeah. Yeah, who's the good one? Who's the bad one? I, I don't know. I think they both are kind of garbage in their own individual ways. And Is this I, a work? Like, honestly, are like, they like best friends behind the scenes? And they just pretend that they I, hate each other? I don't know. The, the whole thing is just kind of exhausting. And, you know, I, I don't really understand why. I'd, I mean, I understand why. You've got two brothers that are, you know, medium heavyweights in their own in in the same industry that notoriously just hate each other. I mean, understand why this is news, but at the same time, like it's just exhausting. Like Oasis. Come on, you guys. Shush. Yeah. Just just shush. Just don't look back in anger. That's right. That's what, <laughs> that's what I heard him say anyway. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, anyways, McKellar has hired an outside CEO to help probably, I would assume, grow their brand. Wow, Jeff is just like dumping right away. Yep. He is hating on life. No, he's, uh, he's not wrong. Oh, oh, look at that. Wells has got my back. Science nothing to me. Fair enough. Sometimes he doesn't like the hazy boys I like. So, you know, hey, whatever. So you're saying you like that? Well, we'll get back to that later. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, so, AB has kind of ran into some problems lately. Things aren't going so great over really? there. Big surprise. Uh, again, this is a good... And, and I love citing when we say, hey, this is a good beer hunting article, and it's like 500 paragraphs. We'll post it in the show notes. It's longer than it. an open letter, if you know what I mean. It, you can read it at your own... <laughs> you can read it at your own leisure... But the, the hey Josh TLDR, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. Eli five. They're really hurting. Their bottom line is really bad. They are almost being run like a dictatorship now, where they are promoting within, and they are recycling the same bad ideas. Oh, recycling. What's so? I don't believe that for one second until I see Bud Golden Wheat <laughs> rise like a phoenix in the Super Bowl. That's when I will believe that they're recycling old ideas. All right. Well, was that Bud Light? Was it butter? No, it was Bud Light Golden Wheat. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all remember B to the E? Oh, no. That was uh, the Budweiser energy drink with like, I was about to call it guano, but I know that's not. Guarana? Yeah, that thing. So (laughs) not batshit, bull semen. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, that is. It's bull semen. Okay. It's 
synthetic bull semen, but that's bull semen. So you know. Anytime you drink an energy drink, you're drinking bull semen. Taurine or whatever. Or... Well, yeah. anyway, that's, that's bullshit because I only drink my bull semen straight from the source. Oh, nice. So it was like Free a knockoff four loco is what you're saying? Yeah, but this was like before Four Loco. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I've this never was, heard of this. Look, this was before Loco. This was oh sh- and title. Anywho, this was uh, this was up against like when Red Bull was just starting to hit stateside. Oh, okay, interesting. I, it was eighty-seven years ago. Was that TLDR enough for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, do I appreciate? AB and Bev struggling just like everybody else. Uh, sure, sure. The the vindictive part of my personality is happy to see them struggling because of how much of an asshole they've been over the years. Yeah. And, oh, no, there wasn't anything else. I was done. Okay, fair <laughs> like, enough. <laughs> there was no redemption there. I'm just like, yeah, no, no it's, I hate them. Uh, so remember a few episodes ago when Wells and I kind of lost our shit about Tapo Chico hard cider coming out? Yes, because you guys like to drink the acid water. Oh, it's so good. You're so wrong. Uh, anyways, it was fine. It was fine. Coca-Cola has decided to partner with Molson Coors for the U.S. launch of the Tapo Chico hard cider. W- was there another Seltzer, option? Sorry. Was, there, was there like another option? Probably Is not. it like in Mexico they're doing Corona or... Like, if you get Topo Chico's seltzer, uh, hard seltzer in Belgium, it's actually made with, like, Trappist, you know, triple or something like that. Like, what's the, what are we really doing here? But, I mean, I mean, they had a choice. They have, like, essentially two distribution streams. Well, three. If they wanted to piecemeal it together and go indie, they could. But two distribution streams that Topo Chico could have gone with. You're either going to go with uh, Molson Coors or you're going to go with AB Houses, uh for distro and they chose, you know, Molson Coors. So cool. We're still going to fucking buy it. I'm going to buy this. Although I read the article and I'm a little disappointed, but it's, well, it's, it's just utilizing their distribution network. Right. No, no, no. What I'm yeah. disappointed about is that at least early, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of a soft launch. So you're not going to see it nationwide coming out of the gate. It's only going to be in cities where Topo Chico is big. Okay. So I, I would I would like to think that Charlotte's. I I hope so, but I'm not holding my breath. I I will do my best between, and I'm not even like a homer for like Coca Cola for fuck's sake. But I mean, damn, if somebody's going to make a, you know, hard seltzer and it's going to be Topo Chico, damn, like I'm for it. As long as there's that grapefruit one, mm -hmm, I am in. I will be in for that all day long. So I guess. uh, yeah, I mean, I'll try it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, like, I we, gave we you that stuff. bottle of grapefruit. We, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, like, I, you know, it's expensive as shit, but man, it's to me, it's the best seltzer that's out there. But yeah, it, it's and, also like eight dollars for a four pack. Yeah, so. It, and so like, you know, that not that I want to split hairs on seltzer, but I mean, you know, it is very much the like clear, like bubbly and lacroche and those others that are in that same vein where it's like, you know, it's like drinking acid water with some flavor in it. And it's probably the best acid water with flavor in it that I've had, but I'm still going to go spin drift every day. Yeah, get out. No, get out. I, I will not. Mm, acid water. Well, what's happened with this upcycled food thing. Story? So, um, 
I first came across the story because uh, it was behind a paywall, so I guess we get the story instead. Um, so there's coconut milk, almond milk, rice milk. Like, I'm really excited about uh, bovine milk. Beef milk is uh, the how in the world do you like squeeze the titties on a grain of rice? I mean, I don't have the kind of you don't have the dexterity. I don't to have do the so. dexterity to milk. You're used to, to milking milk something rice. that small. I'm surprised. <laughs> Womp. <laughs> so anyway, there's barley milk, and I know this is going to uh, take two foods. Is a uh, plant-based drink manufacturer based in Oregon. Mm, anyway, sounds, Oregon sounds about right. Uh, Love you guys. So they partnered with AB to get or help alleviate, you know, some of the uh, billion pounds of byproduct that comes from their uh, distri- uh, from the manufacture of AB products. Could you imagine? Like, I've tried just getting rid of the amount of spent grain for a twenty-five barrel system. Right. I cannot imagine the level of grain utilization of spit grain like that Anheuser must be oh, working for sure. on. I mean, if you when, can, I, when I was brewing five gallons of shit, I'm like, what am I doing with all this? Yeah. Trash. But, but yeah. imagine if you have a billion pounds of that shit every well, year. Like, and imagine if you can figure out what to... work. Imagine if you can figure out what to do with all of that yep. and you could get it on the cheap. Yeah. It's beer milk, guys. It kind of is. Yeah, it is. I guess it's going to be a thing, which, I mean, let's face it, I've been to grocery stores. I'm sure you guys have, too. The actual bovine or beef yeah. milk. Yeah. Be- beef milk is, like is very small. Half of what it used to be yeah. compared to all of the varieties of nut milks and rice yeah. milks. And I didn't even think we milks. could get milk out of that. Yep, we got it. All yep. right. We got it. But so not knowing anything about how coconut milk, almond milk, rice milk, everything um, are necessarily made, I'm not an expert. I don't really drink bovine milk much, (laughs) but, um, you're talking about like upcycled foods. You're talking about second use on spent grain. My understanding is for almond rice, whatever, like that's, you're taking the original product and transforming it into something else. You are. So damn, I mean, this is second use something or other. So, that that's kind of cool. It's like, all this but, just scratched that nerd itch for me. Like, I get it. Yeah, it's really cool. But like anything else, it depends on how does it taste. Of right? well, of course. So so like, um, the family likes uh, beef milk. I tend to do almond milk. Beef milk because I don't like I don't drink a lot of milk. So I, you know like I'll just almond milk. I don't know. I just whatever. Yeah. I like it better. I'm with you. And. Um, then, uh, then one day, the, the, the local grocer had, you could get a free half gallon of oat milk. And I'm like, okay, sure, I'll try it. And it was like drinking paste. It was super thick, and I did not like it at all. Takes and you back to elementary school? No. No, I didn't do that in elementary school. Oat milk is the legit fucking worst of all of these weird alternative milks. Like, I tried it once, yeah. and I thought I was going to throw up. I'm How like, does it compare to milk? Milk. I think I'd rather have milk. Milk. Milk or milk. Now with vitamin R. I would. I think I would rather have milk. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird because like that stuff. So it's stuff so bad. You like take the lid off and try to like dump it all down 
the 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 sink and it clogs itself in the bottle. Yep. Like it's just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's horrible. And it's weird, like how I have just all of a sudden converted to almond milk and I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I, I'd prefer it over any other and I don't ever drink it. Like the one time a year I buy cereal and I'm yep. like, Oh yeah, I want some peanut butter crunch and some almond milk. That sounds good. Yeah. And that's about it. Other than, you know, cooking. But yeah, about once a week I have a bowl of uh, rice checks and some almond milk and I'm good. Yay, Forgive me, milks. but can you actually like cook the same with almond milk as you yeah. do uh, bovine milk? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, it I tastes the same to me. I, I can't. No, really. I mean, cook the same. It depends if you get the vanilla flavored one. Well, yeah, I was like, going to say it depends on weird, the, the flavoring you get. If you just get straight nut milk without. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome flavoring. to Alternative Milk Cast. Right. If you get straight, that's your host Josh. If you get straight almond, he milk likes almond milk. Any weird seasoning, or with weird seasoning flavorings, flavorings. then yeah, it, it's a substitute for milk. But okay, but then I mean, they I have vanilla added like, bullshit and all this other shit. Well, it's more like a can I use it to bake with? Question. Yeah, she's baked with it for years. Okay, and years. Okay, and it's really easy to make almond milk too. By the way. Just expensive. So it's, I do it. Yeah, we don't. She well, had to do it for one of her classes, and I saw the process, and I'm like, yeah, I'd much rather us just pay $4 for the 96 fluid ounces of this yeah. than you have to buy two pounds of almond milk and soak it in water for three days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Whereas I will always exclusively be making my own peanut butter moving forward because I can smoke it however long I want to, and it's so easy to make it's a joke. Yeah. It took me longer to clean up than it did to make. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, as last but not least, what's happened over at our, our friend's Pabst? Oh, I have no idea. But if Chris Purvis is still listening, hey, buddy, text me. Uh, so Pabst is doing a trial run of uh, cannabis-infused seltzers. Bingo! In- <laughs> bingo! I got bingo. I got bingo. It's uh, five milligrams of THC. It's a non-alcoholic seltzer. Um, they're going to have what? What's their first original lemon? Is going to be their their first one um, <laughs> made with California-grown cannabis. Um, I, I want to know if they're going to be doing like other additional flavors besides original lemon, like sour diesel or or Maui Wowie. Um, you know, if they could do like a single strain hard seltzer, I think that would be really cool. Allegedly. Allegedly. I, I do not even know what marijuana smells like. Um, but this is really cool, I think. I mean, not like cool, but... I mean, Pabst has got to do something, right? Who's drinking PBR anymore? But it's, it's like the most expensive case of PBR you'll ever buy. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like 120 bucks or 130 bucks or something. It works out to like $5 a can. Okay. I, I remember doing the math on it, but you know that's that's not terrible. Yeah. For five milligrams of whatever. Fair enough. I don't yeah. know, uh, Chris. ISO. I I. It's just I can't believe that this day has come. Well, I mean, how long did we joke about a pumpkin spiced <sighs> hard seltzer, and it fucking happened? Yep. It took him forever. Ever it really did. It's a, like I'm almost disappointed it took, it took so long, long to make something I didn't like, want. Like yeah. the second year of White Claw should have been 
hard seltzer. And, the, and, and no, no. The first three months of White Claw should have been, hey, guys, we got something. Lay out all your flavors. It's like Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, famously, they don't come out with new, like, fragrances and stuff. They just rebranded every month. Yeah. And so, like, there's no way you don't, like, take somebody like White Claw and be like, all right, cool. What are the flavors you all want? What, what's that? You want mango papaya? Sure, we'll do that. Why not? Blackberry cherry? Cool, let's do that. Hey, wait, why hasn't anybody mentioned pumpkin spice latte? Like, it feels like a scene from corporate, and I know you feel me on this. Oh, yeah. But, come on, man. Well, and honestly, and, and, and as much as I don't want this to be in existence, this doesn't happen in the next year. I fucking quit life. Where's the Christmas-flavored hard seltzer? <laughs> Oh, don't. It's going to fucking happen. Why didn't I? I don't want it either. Oh, you know, uh, hard I, hard seltzer with exotic flavors of allspice, cinnamon, nothing and like nutmeg. That, nothing like that clean taste followed up with a big dose of spice in you. Right? Yeah. But I mean, it's the same principle as pumpkin spice latte. I don't want that either, but... Oh, I mean, it, it's inevitable at the, the rate that seltzer is growing that this was going to happen. It was just a matter of who was going to be the first. Would you fuck with peppermint in that or no? Why not? Yeah. Change it up a little bit. I, I want I want like a... Give me a gingerbread heart seltzer. And, and then that, one with peppermint. Oh, no, I want one. That- All right, that's it. We're done here. Take a <laughs> take a break. I'm calling it right now. Take a break. We're stop this. How We're about, gonna take a break. We'll be back at thirty. How about like there's something for the old folk? This is why I don't know that. Oh, man. Or, I don't know. You don't? No. Ed- edit that. <laughs> no! <laughs> Holy shit. Absolutely I stra- not! I was straight finishing that joke. Um, You're finishing something. All right, up, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Buy No Buy, the beers that we've been drinking throughout the show, whether we would buy them or not buy them. Wells is busy. His uh, mouth is occupied. Um, <laughs> up first from, uh, I guess it... I guess a new to us brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Called uh, Mountains Walking out of Bozeman, Montana. Wow. So, you know, super close. Right. Um, canned on, looks like August 28th. Um, this is called Grazing Clouds, a New England style India pale ale. Um, this was a okay. I, okay. I, I'm not a, yeah, I don't, like I don't, a lot of these hazies don't do it for me. This one doesn't do it for me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and like, you can record that and just loop my audio for the next couple of beers. Yep. It's the way it is sometimes. Um, this, it's a rare New England to really stand out and make me want to drink it again. And this one is not it. Oh, oh, oh I was like, wait, what? No, I'm not going to. I thought you were. I'm not going to purvish you on this beer. Like, no, 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 wait no, no, a no. I, I am. I no, no. I, I'm sure for this style, maybe it's fine. I just don't like it. No, thanks. It's, it's why I don't buy these, this style. Of yeah, beer. yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. You guys make me drink it. And so I'm going to give you my opinion. I just don't like it. That's Wells. Fine. Wells. Okay. It's a little lighter. 
I mean, okay, it's hazy. It's it's uh, crazy. It's clouds. a little lighter bodied than I'm used to. Uh, lighter mouthfeel, and it's got an interesting uh, perfuminess to it that kind of falls on the unpleasant side for me. So I'm a no buy this big boy. Josh, where are you? Was it going to code you the same way as I did Jeff? And you were like, no. And now I'm like, why didn't I? I don't know. Uh, all right. So story time, kids. I used to go to a bottle shop pretty regularly. Uh, unfortunately, money's gotten a little tight. I don't always go. Kind of had this box pre-built for me mm-hmm. with a bunch of this stuff that I am a big fan of and style I'm a fan of. Out of all of the ones that I did actually end up purchasing, this was my least favorite. Well, as you're right, it is perfumey in a weird way, which I do not understand. I don't know if it's a hop that's doing this or... Should be. Oof. What hop is perfumey? Heck, uh, maybe it's on the... I mean, I'm just curious if, if you if you knew off the top of your head. Because it is weird. This is the one I was kind of like, eh, not, not really my jam. I don't, I don't, it doesn't list them out. It might be on untapped. But I do like the can. It's cool art, at least. They get points for that, but they don't get points for the beer. No buy. Next beer up. Um, so, so Josh sends, uh, sends me a picture of the beer that we're going to have on the show, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. We had that one two years ago. So two years ago before, really, this was like a big thing. Uh, I was driving back. It was like a funeral, I think. I was driving back from Indiana, cut through Nashville, and stopped at Bearded Iris because yep. I had heard all of these great things. And uh, I think I brought like three <clears throat> crowlers of their stuff. And uh, I think you guys were like, yeah, that's okay. I, we could go back and look. Um, but I kind of panned a lot of it, which was like foreshadowing for today. <laughs> um so much like the last one, you know, so we have this, this beer from Bearded Iris uh, called Homestyle, which I believe is kind of like their flagship, the one that kind of got them on the, on the map. Um, you know, it's a 6% New England style IPA, uh, very cloudy, very hazy. And to me, it smells like armpits or garlic or something. And I just, I'm just not a fan of this one at all. All right. So it's a big no buy for me. Wells? Yeah, this was... Probably my least favorite of the group. Again, why didn't you just let me code you a zeros? Well, because you wanted to code me across every, all four of them, and I'm like, I'm not going to not buy all of them. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, I'm just not going to buy this one. Okay. Josh, I, I was about to yell at you at this point. Like, God damn it, man. No. Just let me... I, I mean, obviously, I am going to buy these, and what's funny is that you made a valid point of I remember the Stockholm days of Wells constantly bringing this style of beer and going, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. This sucks. I don't like this. And then all of a sudden, I turned a corner, and now now I'm like, give me all the hazies. Don't give me the milkshakes. Believe it or not, I had a chance to get one of their milkshakes, and I was like, "Mm, nah, I think I'm good. Well, this, see, I don't think I would have been able to Stockholm you if I was... Straight up feeding you this instead of heist. I would agree with that statement, but I still feel like this is a very good representation of the style. Great? No. I said very good. There's a key indicator there. It's fine. It's fine. It's serviceable. 
Serviceable ain't going to get a buy from me, though. But if you're in Nashville... And I have no other fucking choice, bring it. There's other breweries in Nashville. Beer Iris was a neat spot. I'd recommend going, especially if you like the style. But if you don't, I don't remember there being a whole lot other, like, and again, it's been two years, so I'm sure their tap list has changed. But at the time, pretty much all they had was IPAs and double IPAs, and that was it. And it was all this style. Yeah. Because that's what they were making their name on. And I totally understand. Yeah. They have since, um, I want to say they put out some like pastry stouts. I want to say we've even had one of them. Uh, They're they're decent, you know, but they're pastry stouts. Yeah. You know, like everybody makes them. And so it's a thing. They were good. But now, so so back to what I was saying. I honestly would buy this. I, I, I do feel like it's a good representation of the style. Again, not great. Good. I'd buy it. Next beer up. I know you're not going to buy it, Jeff, but what is it? Wow. Listen to him. Think he's got me all figured out. Well, he's right. Um, <laughs> another bearded iris. Um, August. August 28th? September 28th. One of the two. Uh, ever clever. A double dry hopped, double IPA. It is bursting. It is foxy. It is intricate. You know, I don't know that I would ever call a hazy IPA intricate. Um, it's, it's a lot of the same, you know, it's the stuff that I don't like about a hazy in a different can with a slightly different hop load, different malt bill. It still dries out my mouth and tastes like sweat socks and I don't like it. No, bye. Wells. This was the redemption for me. Um, ever clever. I liked it. It it did kind of present itself as it's ABV, eight and a half. Um, but I liked it. It was the first time that I really felt something, you know, after those first two beers kind of came off as a little bit more strawy. Um, this was like a, oh, hey, cool. Something for me to pay attention to. So it, it's almost like first beer syndrome after those other two uh, samples. So I'm a buy. Josh, where are you? So out of <clears throat> what I came home last Saturday, this was the first one I actually cracked. Uh, not realizing that we'd ever had bearded iris stuff before. And okay. then <clears throat> Jeff kind of pointed it out. It's a, a shame bit later. that we don't have some electronic document that you. Oh, I'm just giving you shit. I Hopefully. know. But I'm also like not going to sit there on my phone like an asshole when I've been presented. A box of saying, hey, this is stuff I saved for you because you don't come in here as much as you used to. Would you like any of this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take it all because, I mean, why not? Do a fucking show about beer. This was the first one I had, and my eyes were like, whoa, this is this is something. Like, yeah. Yep. It is something. This is... That's a good something, though. Yeah. To, to me, this was, yeah, really good. Really, really damn good. And, you know, DDH is another one of those styles that I'm... I hate the wording behind it completely. But I really am starting to enjoy him a lot. Next beer up. Big ne- five, by the way. Uh, and by the way, it looks like the order got messed up on the list. So just make sure you're, you got things the right way. Um, up next is Wavelength from Bearded Iris. Uh, Vic Secret, Citra, and Eldorado. 
the other one didn't have any any uh, hops listed on it. Um, yep, eight point three percent doesn't really drink that strong, but that could be because I didn't drink very much of it. Again, not just every now and then I get a hold of a hazy that I like. Tonight's not that night. No buy. Wells. It's definitely a bit more garlicky than the ever clever to me. Uh, I am not going to buy this. It doesn't have like that kind of pleasant hoppy warminess to it that I was getting off the ever clever. Josh, where are you? Yeah, this is the garlic bomb of the bunch. This was <clears throat> my absolute least favorite. <clears throat> Bummer that. Yeah, I know. It happens. I don't like garlic bombs, so, you know, hey, whatever. All right, final beer up. Uh, final beer up from Against the Grain in Louisville, Kentucky. The George Constania. A brown ale with chestnuts aged in bourbon barrels. Um, yep, this is uh, this is what it says. It is definitely a brown ale. Um, it is very brown. I, I'm, not a, I'm not super familiar with chestnuts, but... Uh, Wells is apparently from a lot of personal experience. Uh, the barrels there, you know, it works real well. It's it's a fine beer. Um, I, d- I don't know that I would buy it though. So I'm a, a big zip across the board. No hitter for me. Wells, um, I'm a little hesitant to buy against the rain stuff just because their previous labels leave a bad memory. T- yeah, well, taste in my mouth when they when they literally have one called the brown note. I know. that is a picture of a dude crabbing his pants. I mean, like, how but, do you take them seriously? Well, this was pointed out to me as a recommendation, sure, uh, by somebody that didn't know my history with that, whatever. But by somebody that does know that I freaking am a homer for um, imperial brown ales that have seen a barrel. Yeah, uh, the Casita uh, beer from earlier this year. But but this one was what I was hoping for. Chestnuts kind of give it a, a drier finish than you know maybe Jeff prefers. Um, but I think this is really well made. This has been a staple in the house uh, over the last two weeks. It's a splitting beer for sure, ten percent. Like I can't see myself regularly sitting down, but I'm a, I'm a really big buy on this. Josh, what do you think? It is dry. It is roasty. Jeff, you don't like brown ales. It's no surprise that you don't like this one because this is a brown ale yep. in its complete form. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I love it. I think it's fantastic. It's it's got everything I'm looking for in a in a brown ale. So huge buy. The good news for you is that if you're not working tomorrow, you get a lot of fun beer no, drinks. No, I am working tomorrow. <laughs> That's the bad news. Sucks to suck. Yeah, it does. All right, so Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh, we're going to talk about the beer that we would most like to have on a kegerator. Uh, if we could choose one to have uh, a full keg of, what would we like? What's our favorite beer? Um, or in, in my case, uh, I'll pass. Or in your case, I'll have a hard seltzer instead. Yeah, I mean, really, that... Uh, Give me that pumpkin spice hard <sighs> seltzer, baby. Something like that. that. That Poco Chico sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wells, what about you? Against the Grain comes up with a big win for me. That's a, a brown ale just where I want it. 
like nice barrel notes and a little nutty finish. Josh, what do you think? It's either this or your uh, Tennessee pickup. Yeah. He was, I've got to go with the DDH. I, I think out of all of the Bearded Iris stuff, that was the one that really stood out to me the most of having a nice, bright, hoppy, I'm here. I did enjoy the other one, except for the Garlic Boy, which I wasn't a big fan of. But It's weird that that was kind of the first brewery that we actually experienced with this style of beer and I didn't even realize it. Because we've been doing the show for so fucking long that sometimes I forget that, you know, when Jeff pointed out, hey, we've had this shit, I'm like, really? I'm kind of like, it's so, you know, it's a good point because some of the stuff that gets brought up, it's like, oh, well, we had that. But if it's been more than two years, I feel like it's probably worth giving it another shot because... Your palate changes. Your taste yes. change. What you like changes. Some of these breweries get better. Yeah. All of this can, can come into play, and it's worth sometimes giving somebody another shot. I mean, y'all have, y'all are on different sides of 1,900 different beers tasted. You know, Jeff coming up at 1946, uh, Josh under 1896, and then I'm the newbie at you know, 1230. Yeah. But, I mean... Coming up on 2,000 beers that we've had on the show. Yeah, how can you remember? A little bit redundant. How can you yeah. remember every single one that you've ever had? And right. what's really amazing is when I do, right? Like, I'll see a beer and I'm like, oh, yes, we had that. It was really good. Yeah. And then a lot of them blend together. <laughs> yeah, they kind of do. But the ones that stick out, like, to me, that's what that's really uh, uh, remarkable is a beer that sticks out. I know I like that. You I know? mean, when stuff makes her top five, it makes her top five for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Especially as long as we've been doing this. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Crapbeercast.com. Check us out. Tell a friend. Point them to our subreddit slash r slash crapbeercast. Point them to our Twitter if you've got friends. You have friends, right? I mean, at least internet friends, right? Like, I'm not talking about, like, in-person friends. But, like, people you've met over the internet. Tell them. Crapbeercast.com. Hey to Zebra and Grimwich. What's up? Wells, how about you? Where they can find you on the internet? Oh, man, please don't. I'm just kidding. Uh... At all, at all the wells. I try, not, I try not to see you here. I'm standing right in front of you, Jeff. There's something you want to say to me. Just a guy standing in front of you. All right, we're going to kick the... Josh, where about you? You can find me on Twitter at JoshDC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. iTunes is really the only one that matters, so I don't care if you rate us anywhere else, whatever. Uh, Jeff just likes to steal everything that I try to say at the end of the show. Blah, 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 so blah. at this point, patreon.com slash crackbeercast. Yeah, there you go. And we'll be back next Thursday. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you all.